0: Welcome to the Dare to Develop podcast. I'm Ashley Baumgartner. And I'm Christine Herman. And today we are interviewing a dear friend of us, Mel, of Melissa Goodland Photography. Christine, how do you know Melissa? So Melissa actually was one of my first brides that I shot her wedding. That's so awesome. Yeah, it's so cool that she was also a photographer. So we really bonded with
1: that. And now she's focusing mainly on senior photography. Well, we can't wait to have Mel on the show today to talk about how she's taking daring leaps in developing community in her business, and can't wait to share more with you all.
0: You're listening to Dare to Develop, a podcast for creatives. I'm Christine Herman. And I'm Ashley Baumgartner, and we are two hybrid wedding photographers that dub ourselves Work Wives. With a passion for developing community and daring to take risks in business and art, we want to bring you along on a journey. The journey of artists,
1: makers, business professionals, and more who want to level up their businesses by daring greatly and developing community. So let's get started. We are so excited to have Mel. Hey, Mel. Hey. I'm Melissa Goodland Photography here today. Yeah, we can't wait to hear from you about how you're daring to shift your business and excelling at senior photography. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. All right, so Mel, tell us a little bit about you and your life and your business.
2: Yeah, I am married to a wonderful man who's an engineer. We've been together eleven years. We are such opposites. I am obviously an artist, and he's an engineer. So we very much so complement each other. <laughs> Complimenting, uh, yes, that's a better that's yeah, a better way to say it than opposites attract, right? <laughs> yes, 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 we complement each other. We bring out the best in each other and um, we really help each other grow as individuals. His whole mindset in life, and it's kind of become my own, is like you need to be uncomfortable to grow, so we're always trying to push each other outside our comfort zone. We also have a 12-year-old, I have a 12-year-old stepson that I've been part of his life since he was one, so he's kind of my whole, part of my whole world. (laughs) i absolutely love being a mother I grew up like loving kids this kind of that's probably why I became a photographer to start with it's just because I loved being around kids so much I was a preschool teacher and I had my own little babysitters club growing up yeah but I'm like a total social butterfly I love being surrounding myself with people that's probably also why I went the senior route because I just I still feel like a senior at heart sometimes and so Mm -hmm. it's, it's really nice to get to bond with these girls I a lot of my how I go about my life and the motto in life is based off of my grandfather, who I've been like, was really close with growing up, especially like in my adolescence years, which kind of frames who you want to be growing like when you're an adult. He came from Iran and he built himself up from nothing and he basically would always tell me like make sure you hear as many people's stories as possible, be friends with every walk of life, be friends with an old person, be friends with a toddler, be friends with an 18-year-old. And so like this is just my way of like getting to like be friends with another <laughs> like all these teens like they make me feel young still and all that kind of stuff.
0: <laughs> Amazing. That's yeah. awesome. So we're so excited to talk to you more about your senior photography and business first question is what made you decide to dare to shift your business into senior photography
2: first I definitely saw an outlet there like an area in the market that was being that wasn't really being utilized there was a few senior photographers in my area but no one else was really doing it at the time there was a lot of the seniors were just getting their photos taken from the the photographer that's hired that's contracted with the school for like the little yearbook photo and then you'd get like a few photos from there but it wasn't really a personalized experience. So mm-hmm. I really thought I could tap into that market. I'm a huge people person and I love like I said telling people stories and so I just really wanted to make sure that they got like more of an experience out of it. My girl that does all my marketing for me she had she's kind of the one who pushed me into it she kind of had noticed also that she thought that I would be really good at it so that's kind of where it started it's funny it's was funny there
1: a certain turning point in business that really made pushed you over the edge there to change it up
2: yeah I did a lot of education through CreativeLive.com. I did. I for a long time I didn't couldn't afford to go on huge like workshops and all that kind of stuff. So I did a lot of stuff through there, and I owe a lot to mm-hmm. them. One of the creative lives I watched was with Leslie Carrigan, Ker- who's a huge she. She kind of started the senior rep program, like having senior reps spoke spokesmodels to help you recruit other seniors to shoot. So mm-hmm. I had watched her, I had watched her creative live and was really interested in that and so I started doing started slowly shooting more seniors and then she had her seniorology conference that I went to in Denver about three years ago and like I just fell in love with all of everything senior <laughs> so that uh-huh. kind of what pushed me to
0: really focus on seniors that's awesome I love that like I actually started with creative live too yeah um, with I did Jasmine Stars class like oh, years totally ago that. and that's it was like I was didn't have much money and it was free and great content in there. I love it. Great resource. To have. Yeah. Yes. A great resource.
1: Awesome. Can you talk a little bit about your senior spokesmodel team? You mentioned that you learned about it through the class. So how did you develop that? What
2: does that look like today? Yeah. So I'm going on my fourth spot of my fourth team and really it's it's kind of completely changed. <laughs> um, before it was that you were recruiting these girls to help you, like, go out there and recruit for you. Um, but they're not they, – this isn't the most important thing in their world. For sure. Whereas for us, like, our business, our photography is the most important thing in our world. So, like, hoping that they'll go out and recruit these people for you is not really going to bring you much – I don't know. It's not going to – it's not as helpful as you think Not it the would most be. fruitful
1: way to do yeah. business.
2: yeah. <laughs> And so what it's really turned into is thankfully now we have Snapchat and story, Instagram stories, TikTok, all those kinds of things. So really I don't ever tell my clients they have to post a photo. So I have so basically what it is you be the junior the end of junior year for these girls, you start to recruit a group of girls from different schools that want to model with you throughout the year, instead of just having that one portrait experience where they get to do senior their senior photos for maybe an hour or two, one day, they instead get to do photos throughout their year, throughout the year. And so they get to have these cool stylized shoots. They get to have like BFF mini shoots, all this stuff. And so every year I recruit, I recruit a group of these girls. It started with three girls. It went to, I had four girls I had six girls now I'm gonna have probably 10 girls this year and really it's totally personalized to customize to what the year that year's group and so I meet with them I talk with them and I ask them what they want to do so this year like we're talking about we do one big style I shoot a year where they get hair and makeup done they feel like models they feel like legit models last year we did a um, 1950s diner shoot where we were at this really cute dessert diner the year before we did a roller skating rink and they dressed up like in 70s this year secrets (laughs) little secret we're probably going to do a clueless theme cute i love it it's so like Trendy right now. No, retro exactly. is in. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, we do all these, we have these really amazing, great experiences where they get to come out and feel beautiful and bond with these girls. And maybe some of them don't play on sports teams or aren't part of clubs. And this is their only chance to be a part of a team. And like, it's so beautiful watching them all like, ball. I'm like going to cry because I'm like oh. thinking about missing these girls this year because that's what they kept telling me. They're like, we got to be on a team. Even after our sports team ended, we got to be part of a team. You made us feel so special. You gave us little gifts all the time. That's (laughs) amazing. Like, I
1: was never on any teams or clubs in high school. So, like, now
2: you're making me wish I was a senior again. (laughs) I know. So, we have just so much fun. And because they have fun, I encourage them to post on Instagram. But, like, they'll promote me without even me asking them to promote me, like, on their stories just because they – I am the experience I'm giving them is one that they have just cherished they're definitely taking something away from this like more from their senior year than and they'll remember it forever.
1: it's Ashley here we'll return to the episode in just one moment are you looking for a way to revamp your client guests check out the bomb shop and Etsy shop full of tanks and mugs for brides use the code dare to develop for 10% off back to the episode yeah, so what are some things that you're doing
0: that it's creating these experiences? Like I know you talked about gifts. Are you kind of just like talking to them a lot? I'll share a little bit more.
2: It's definitely different for each senior that I work with, each model that I work with. I have a tendency to be able to read a person really well and know what they need from like kind of know how to like adapt myself to them. And each one of my seniors I have a different relationship with. And so like some of them I talk to all the time, some of them maybe I don't talk to as much, they might be a little bit more busy. But like last night I FaceTimed with two of the girls, like, we have a group chat and I text them and ask them like, hey, do you guys want to do this? What do you want to do? We'll go get pizza. I try to go and support their likes if they are on a team or they are like in a play I try to go support them and go watch oh, them. That's so nice. Yeah it's just it's fun and I get a lot from them like it was so much fun the other night they came and showed up to my um, rep meeting for the next class and then I went to dinner with a few of them after and it was just so fun sitting there listening them talk about their current crush and like how different it is now and how they like snap back and forth with each other and like it's just such a different world than when what it was when I was a senior.
1: It sounds like you've created such a neat little community with your senior spokesmodel team. How are you finding community for yourself too outside of your seniors but just in your industry and in your community? Yeah, great question.
2: It is it can be a lonely world being a photographer, especially if you're someone that's super outgoing and and you know, extrovert and you need that like stimulation and then you like are sitting at an office all day like editing by yourself or working alone and I've definitely found like trying to find different groups of creatives like Tuesdays together I try to go to their meetings as much as possible I have a group of girls whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <whoa>. <laughs> wow. <got> <laughs> I do I find a lot of different yeah and then I have like groups outside of just my own business that I like to meet with and I, ha- I always make sure to like try to find groups like I do Kaya Fit where I get to be with a bunch of women and work out where I'm not just working out by myself I have a great group of girls that I like you guys that I sit and we'll get together and do little mini masterminds to keep each other like um,
0: going I feel like any creative we're just at home majority of the time like it's not a fancy thing where we're out shooting a bunch of people it is just us alone behind a computer and a lot of people might not see that so having that community of others that understand is super important yeah so I've loved that
1: List for you listeners out there. Melissa is one of our good friends, and so with Melissa and Liz Coston, who's been another guest on the podcast, Christine and I have had the chance to meet regularly. Like Mel said, do mastermind type meetings, really keep each other accountable for our goals, work on our marketing strategies, work on our communication strategies, and all of that. It's been so wonderful. So speaking of communication, Mm -hmm. Mel, can you talk a little bit about how you've had to develop different communication strategies? Because you're appealing to two different people, right? In your marketing, you're appealing to both the seniors and you have to appeal to their parents because they're the ones paying for it and so can you talk a little bit how you develop strategies to appeal to both of them and how you communicate kind of with both forms of your clients since you're talking multiple levels of clients here
2: yeah so um a lot obviously a lot of my communication my outreach to seniors are through like instagram i I try to stay off snapchat just because i feel like that's like their personal hub where they're not trying to get like market people trying to market to them thrown up. i I do a lot of cold DMing actually instead of cold calls I do cold DMs with seniors so um, like juniors and sophomores I'll DM them I'll follow them I'll comment on their posts or I'll like their posts I've gotten a lot of business off DMs like (laughs) it's pretty crazy. And then That seems like
1: such a neat, untapped market. Yeah, <laughs> like,
2: yeah, that's kind of how it started because when you are trying to get started with a senior group, it's really hard because most seniors want to shoot with the senior photographer their friends in the past use. So like when you're first starting out and you don't have like that portfolio of girls they're the only way you can really reach them is by reaching out to them yourself and hoping you can't just hope that they come to you. And I did a lot. I would sit at coffee shops for hours, just like following and DMing and following and DMing. I had so many scripts. I would just copy and paste and copy and paste. And I still do that. I don't do it as much now, but I still do it because it just keeps like the, it just keeps everything growing with parents. I do. I donate a lot of to a lot of like different fundraisers that the high schools have. I have people reaching out to me and asking me, like, do you want to donate to this? And I'll donate a little gift card just to keep my name out there. As many places as my name can be, like, is that's what I hope. Because like, what does it take like five times or seven times now for someone to see your name for them for it to register? And then like when they need your service, they'll reach out to you. So I just try to make sure that my name is in as many places as possible. Facebook's a lot more prevalent with like the mom, gen- the moms over Instagram. And I ask a lot of my seniors, senior rep moms to promote me because that's kind of that. And like I tell them at the senior meeting, I go, your daughter is not going to go out and find me. my client. She's going to post all this stuff for me. And the clients will like organic try or they'll see all of that stuff and they'll come to me, but they're not going to, most likely they're not going to refer all these clients. Some you'll refer them because you're an adult <laughs> and like you're an adult that the beauty of referrals and all that kind of stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's great. That's kind of giving you two different options of referrals from like the mom standpoint versus the kids, which is going to be a little bit more organic. Yeah. But yeah, is there anything that you would have done differently looking back now?
2: Um, I, 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 I don't really know because I feel like I got here because of what I've done. I don't know if the growth would have been any faster just because I, a lot of my seniors come in and they are contacting me because they saw, they scrolled through my Instagram and Like, I'm not worried about Instagram likes for me. Like, for me, that's not what I need. I don't need the likes. I don't need the comments. I need the portfolio sitting there waiting for the senior to come in and click on my name and scroll through, like, my whole feed and see, oh, I know that girl. I know that girl. I know that girl. I know that girl. She's my senior photographer. You know, mm-hmm. so it doesn't bother me. But yeah, I don't know if I would do anything differently because I I was very authentic from the start because I knew that like my brand was me because mm-hmm. I'm so goofy and like, I don't, I don't want to like be full of myself, but like, I'm just, I'm a fun loving person and I want like, I just want to love on all my clients. Definitely. Are. <laughs> You're not foolish of at all.
1: So you said something really interesting there about, it's not about the likes or the comments, it's about the portfolio. And I think that's something that as creatives, we can get really caught up in of how many likes do are we getting, how many comments, how many followers, but you're saying for you, it's really just about it being there so that if someone comes across your profile or clicks on your username, that they're seeing your amazing body of work. Is that right?
2: Yes, definitely it helps having likes and having like 1800 followers or whatever. But like, I don't have, I don't need 10k followers or like I have 18 followers. I probably have 1800 followers. I probably don't need that many followers. I just need the seniors following me. But I'm sure to them that also is clout or whatever, like to see that I have the likes or I don't think I get a whole bunch of comments on my stuff because they're not commenting. Like the seniors don't comment a whole lot. But the likes are important, but I think more so the fact that they know who I'm shooting is what's important. Mm-hmm.
1: So what do you use or how do you plan to make sure you consistently are updating that portfolio on your Instagram?
2: I use Planoly. It's like such a hard word to say for me. <laughs> Planoly, P-L-A-N-O-L-Y. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) and so that helps me like plan out my posts and be able to see if it's like because I still want it to flow well and so I to make sure it's visually appealing and like kind of flows I use that but that's pretty much it I try to blog as much as possible but I'm really bad at blogging (laughs) especially right now because I've been rolling out a new website but yeah and then stories is really nice and then the fact that now I have to learn TikTok is just
0: right (laughs) I was going to ask, how are you like evolving with all the new social media kind of coming out? We now have TikTok, which all the the kids are on and we have Snapchat, which you said like you're going to kind of keep away from, but how are you trying to stay up to date with all of that?
2: Yeah. So Snapchat, my girls do for me. Like I said, like the girls that I'm shooting are normally Snapchatting the shoot. And so I don't necessarily, I'm not necessarily on there like myself, but my other girls are Mm -hmm. on there posting stuff. TikTok I'm like slowly learning and I've like been right taking like I have a little notepad on my like my phone app or whatever that I've been thinking up different ideas on how to like roll out TikTok but I just yeah I've been trying to come up with different like things I can do with clients with TikTok Mm
1: -hmm. it's a little
2: overwhelming but we'll get there. (laughs) Thankfully. Right. It's nice to be a senior photographer because you're kind of ahead of the game sometimes because they're, they're the ones that know it for what's like trending first. So I can kind of get ahead of it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. So I have another question for you. How is posing all these seniors especially when they're in this time of life where they're the most critical on themselves on making them feel beautiful and making them feel great in their skin
2: yeah so first of all a lot of them get their hair and makeup done when I do their session just because it gives the kind of elevates the photo session for them they're dressed up we're taking these beautiful photos The hair and makeup just kind of comes along with it. And so I just am constantly reassuring them and like affirming them that they're like how wonderful they look. Like I show them the back of the camera a lot more in the beginning of the shoot so that they feel confident in what we're getting. If they're not liking some of the photos, I make sure like, can you tell me why? Like, what's, what are you feeling?
1: I feel like that's so unique too because most photographers don't ask for feedback on the shoot but with that age group you almost have to yeah
2: and I find that I have to a lot more now tell them to slow down because they're so used to like a cell phone taking photos that they'll start because they are like in the world of selfies and like taking all of this content for their social media so they're constantly moving though some of them will be constantly moving like next pose I'm like you need to keep your eyes open and you keep that smile for five (laughs) seconds because I have to focus and I have to like (laughs) to make sure that like this everything is right so just slow down (laughs) yeah it's a good (laughs) reminder for life too yes yes awesome
1: so I know, too, from seeing your beautiful work that you customize a lot of your sessions to each senior. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit about how you help them decide what's a good fit for them when it comes to their shoot? How you're breaking out of the box of the standard yearbook photo <laughs> and why a senior
2: should consider doing a more personalized session? Yeah, for sure. So I have a this consultation with every senior that comes in comes through my door, contacts me, I have them either they come before they book and we chat or they come after they book and we chat right before the session and I ask them a lot of questions to make sure that we pick the location they like. Now that I have like a large portfolio that a lot of times they're like, I really liked this, I really like that, so I want to go there. But I also am asking them like what hobbies do you do? Do you have any do you have anything that's personal to you that you want to incorporate into the shoot? Like I just did a girl that her dad has a, oh my gosh, was it an El Camino? No. A Camaro? No. I don't know. I can't think of the car name right now. She She wanted to incorporate her dad's beautiful red classic car. And it was so much fun to put that in the shoot because it was just something different. And her whole family was at the shoot. Her dad came, her mom came, her best friend came. And it was so sometimes that can be a little too much, but usually I mean, it was so much fun because they just all really like ate it up. But so at the consultation, I just make sure that I really get to know the girls or the boys. I do a lot of boys now too and see what they might want to incorporate into their shoot. Some of them just want to stand there and look pretty. They're not, there's nothing that they want to make sure they include. Cause I'm always saying, okay, in 20 years, when you look back on these photos, What do you want to remember about yourself? Who were you at this time? What do you want to bring out? Do you want those combat boots so that everyone knows that was the trend then? Because all my girls wear combat boots. (laughs) 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 But yeah, so I just, I really make sure that I talk to them and communicate with them. And I have them text me their outfits. I have them text. I I actually encourage the girls to go out and scout their own locations because they have way more time than me. And especially during springtime, sadly, we're not getting to utilize all the beautiful flowers right now. But during springtime, a new like wildflowers pop up in different locations at all times. So like I've had a lot of my clients find the fields for me because I don't have as much time these days to go out and find beautiful fields. And they take different routes to school or to work and they might find stuff that I might not see. Yeah. I know you're really great at scouting. It's like a spiritual experience for me going out and scouting. It really is. I know. You find the coolest spots. I swear. I'm like,
0: how, how is that in this city? I don't know where you found that. Like, it's so cool. I love seeing all the different little locations you can find. What
2: helps that? I grew up here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It really sounds like Melissa, you've developed such a strong senior program, senior brand, and we just love hearing about that. Oh,
2: thank you. I just have loved doing it. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. So, it's time we're going to do some
0: fast facts because we want to help the listeners get to know you a little bit more. First question is,
2: what do you shoot with? Um, I shoot with a c- Canon 5 wow, 5D Mark 4, sorry. <laughs> nice.
1: And do you have any like pump up jams
2: or rituals before you shoot a senior session to get you all pumped up and ready for it? I'm usually not playing any music on my way to a shoot because I am like planning it out in my head. So I usually drive to my shoot pretty quiet. It's pretty quiet in my car (laughs) Um, just because I want to like kind of mentally prepare myself for what I'm going to be doing. My biggest struggle sometimes can be posing because I am so like in my head and like trying to like make sure everything's going well that like sometimes I'll have like a million poses in my head and then when I'm actually shooting, I like forget them. And it's just my own problem because they all love their photos, but I'm like, oh, I use that I use that pose too many times. Like lately I need a different pose or something, but yeah, Yeah.
0: we're most critical on ourselves as creatives, but always learning, always trying to get better. That's, you know, awesome. So also what is, what's your favorite thing to do outside of photography?
2: My favorite thing to do, eat.
1: (laughs) Me too.
2: I love it. Any uh any certain type of cuisine. Yeah, so uh my husband and I are huge foodies and we are just fortunate enough to be in Farm to Fort Capital of Sacramento and so we specifically bought a house in Folsom that's super close to the freeway so that we can just jet down to Sacramento. For any date night we can possibly have my dad literally called me the other day and goes why did you drive to Broadway East Sac for pizza like (laughs) Like, I'm like good pizza dad good pizza I used to up there that's not where like why I'm like you should come with me he's like no I'm good with the pizza here I'm like yeah but it's an experience like (laughs) but yeah so we just we love trying new things and we love going to like supporting Sacramento's Uh, restaurants and everything like that yeah
1: same here so is in your experience what was the best education or business book or podcast that you've learned from over the years
2: um so creative live obviously I learned a lot from creative live I've also learned a lot from I did a lot of it's called IPS mastermind and it's a Facebook group and I took their classes for a while and that helped me a lot with my IPS sales in per- IPS is in person sales, and so I do that. I do all my sales in person, and so I joined that group and I took their classes for a while. But that's a really great group. There's a bunch of different groups that are senior focused, so there's like uh 12th 12, 12 year coffee house, or I can't remember, but a lot of those for photography outlets, and then I have. A few people locally that I reach out to for different personal, like business advice and learning. I think that it's really important not to just focus on photographers to give you all of the educational things you need. Like, if you need to learn about marketing, go to someone that's like really good at marketing, not just a photographer that's Definitely. really good at marketing. Stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, yeah.
1: Love that. We will link Creative Live and the IPS Mastermind Facebook group in the show notes. And, Mel, I'll think what? We'll have to have you back on to talk about in-person sales yes. at some point.
2: I know. Yes, for sure. Yes, that is a that's a that was a tough one. Creative Live was a huge where I went to in-person sales. I took a class there, and that's what um, turned me on with to do in-person sales. So, yeah. What is a uh, one daring leap that you've taken in your business? Probably getting a studio of my own and. In- going oh yes yeah so I live in a three-bedroom house and I was having my clients come to my house to do my in-person sales and I'm it was in a tiny little 10 by 10 room and I was try. I was asking these people to spend thousands of dollars on me and like it was just didn't feel like an elevated experience having them come to this tiny room and so I just figured that I needed a studio space not to really shoot in but to like work in and to um do all my meetings in so I got a studio I've actually I've had two studios in the matter of a year (laughs) so I had one I got one studio and then that one wasn't it was like a good like jumping off point but I found like my forever my really forever studio after like about six months or nine months later and moved into that one and that's where I'm at now we Um, love that
1: you took that daring
2: leap. yes it was
1: what is one thing you feel like you're great at in your business? Selling
2: myself. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> um, just, I, just knowing who, I don't know. I don't know if it just comes with like age or what, but I know what I want. I know what my clients need and I know like what I can provide for them. So being able to really be confident in the services I'm providing and the products I'm ser- like trying to sell to them really helps me be a better business owner and be able to you have to be confident in what you're selling if you're like do you want this like (laughs) they're not gonna say yes they want to feel like what they're getting is valuable and you have to value it as well
0: exactly so where can our listeners find you on like your website, your Instagram,
2: your Tik oh know. <laughs> so my website is melissagoodlandphoto.com. My Instagram is the same, Melissa dot My Facebook is Melissa Goodland Photography, and my TikTok I think is pH, because they don't let you have as many characters. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I don't. I haven't done a whole lot. I my I did one video on TikTok with like one of my one of my seniors, and that one did pretty good. But the rest of them are not doing the best yet. So we'll see. We'll <laughs> see. I know Christine. Has we're a, still waiting like, for. We're not. No one. We're still waiting for your Melissa Goodland dance. Yeah, we. Want no, I know. Yes, know do I just haven't done it yet. No one can keep up with Christine here, who's got who's like TikTok famous already. My dogs are TikTok famous. That makes you TikTok famous.
1: Thanks. Thank you. Wow. Honored. So proud.
2: Now- <laughs> So Mel, do you have
1: any special
2: announcements or offers for our listeners that are tuning in today? Yeah. If you book your, for any senior moms or seniors that are listening in on this, if they book their senior sessions before the summer, they don't have to have them taken before summer, but if they book for the next coming year early, I'm giving away a mother-daughter mini photo shoot with their senior portrait session. Aw, that's yeah. so cute. What
0: a great thing to have. I want photos with my mom. I know. Or, 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 <laughs> can, we, can we book my
2: daughter know. session? <laughs> or it can, be, it can be father-daughter photo shoot too. <laughs> I love, I love yeah. it. Awesome. So what is one thing you want to dare our listeners to do after hearing your episode? I just probably dare them to be completely confident in what they're doing and finding their mission statement for their business so that when... Your client is asking you what you can give them. Exactly what you you want to give them, and just get used to talking about yourself. Get used to like telling your story, telling them what, telling people who you are. Because the more you talk about it, the more you believe it. Also, <laughs> Mel, thank you so yes. much for joining us on the Dare
1: to Develop podcast today. It meant a lot to have one of our good friends on here. Yes, I loved it. Learned so much. I'm gonna. Try to develop those great
0: relationships you have with your seniors, with my own clients, because that sounds amazing. Thank you guys so much
2: for having me. Yeah. It was so much fun. Yes.
1: Yeah, awesome. So, fun. so make sure to check out Mel in the show notes, Melissa Goodland Photography, and
2: Mel, we will catch you soon. Thank you so much, you guys. Have a good day.
1: Wow. I just loved hearing Mel talk about all the different intricacies of her senior spokesmodel team and how she is using different social media channels from DMing to Instagram stories to having her models Snapchat. I've never used Snapchat in my business. I've never used Snapchat. Um, But I can totally see how it would be so valuable with the younger generation and now starting with TikTok. I mean, you use TikTok, right? Yeah, I have TikTok, but I've mainly done it for fun and with my dogs because-
0: They're pretty entertaining, but I think it's great to just kind of be ahead of the curve, um, be on top of all these social media things because we don't know what's next and kind of using TikTok to create a new community, even if it's just couples learning more about me and like what I do when, when I'm not behind a camera or even just posting more work on there.
1: Yeah, I think it's a great platform to do both of those things, post more work and maybe behind the scenes of your work, as well as getting to know you. I mean, you know me, I love your dogs and watching funny videos (laughs) about your dogs. Um, I also love that Mel just gave us a lot of new ideas on how to market too. I think we get stuck in our marketing ways of mm-hmm. just what we think works and how she has different versions of what a referral means where mm-hmm. moms might actually refer other moms but students are just there to get her work in front of more students. Basically portfolio marketing versus sales marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something I definitely need to think more about of like, where does my portfolio need to live so people can look at it versus where do I need to really begin getting reviews and word of mouth referrals and who do I need to be leaning on for those. So that's definitely what I'm going to take away from today's episode. Yeah.
0: I hope you all took away um, something from this talk with Mel and how she shifted her business and is now excelling at senior photography and just kind of implement something that she was doing into your own business.
1: See you next time, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us today on Dare to Develop. We'd love for you to subscribe and leave us a review if you love today's episode. Don't forget to check out the show notes at daretodeveloppodcast.com and follow along on IG at Dare to Develop. Catch us next week for more fun as we hear from creatives
0: who have dared greatly in their businesses and develop community along the way.